Welcome to the Bootstrap Founder. My name is Avid Khan and I talk about bootstrapping, entrepreneurship and building in public. Today I will talk about safely building in public. We'll explore what to share and what to keep secret when you're building in public. One of these things that you shouldn't share are your financials and that leads me straight to the sponsor of today's episode. One thing that always confuses me in my own businesses, and it still does to this day after many years of running them, is dealing with financials. I love writing, I love coding, but put me in front of this spreadsheet with all these CSV files from the bank and I just start getting very confused. It's not for me. And fortunately, it doesn't have to be for you either. Enter Pinto Financial. They streamline your bookkeeping, your forecasting, and your cash flow, but they don't stop there. Pinto actually takes it to the next level by providing custom video-based monthly reports so that you always know where you stand when it comes to financials. Think of them as your financial guideline. And that guideline will get you through the choppy waters of business financial management. So if you are ready to navigate these waters with confidence and some help, Visit usepinto.com learn to learn more about how Pinto Financial can help you build profitably. That's usepinto.com learn. All right, let's get to our main topic today. The one thing that really scares entrepreneurs away from building in public is the risk of sharing too much, giving away the secret sauce, spilling the beans, revealing the hidden recipe. Why are all these metaphors about food? gotta think about that. But for some people, that fear of overexposing themselves keeps them from even thinking about sharing their journey in the first place. They shroud themselves in secrecy and then toil away at product after product without ever getting any traction or at least enough traction to take off. But it's not an either or here. You can build in public without handing your business manual to your would-be competitors. So let's dive into how we can safely build in public. And it starts with knowing the difference between a trade secret and a business insight. Because most insights are worth sharing. Strategies that you found to work for you and your businesses, tips for understanding your whole industry and how to spot market trends, they're all equally interesting to your followers to learn about. But some of these insights contain a kernel of your competitive advantage. And sharing too many of these will actively work against your own success. And that's something that we don't need to do, right? We don't need to work against our own success. Doesn't make sense. So before you go on your build in public journey, you should create this decision-making framework for which parts of your process you will share and which you'll keep private. This can be done in a really simple share, don't share list of topics that you keep in a spreadsheet somewhere. This list will change over time, obviously, because different parts of the business become more or less critical during the process of building it. When let's say you have a unique sales pitch, for example, that successfully draws in customers from the incumbent competitors in your niche, you should probably keep that under wraps until you've diversified your market. But once you're on stable financial footing, you can just be more liberal when sharing details about your sales process. You can show your template and show people, oh yeah, that's what I did in the beginning. So that works out. But here's what such a share, don't share list could look like. And let's start with the things that you might want to share. First, considering why people follow you to begin with will serve you well. They wanna see the person behind the product. They wanna learn from a human being, not a robot that's cranking out software products. That's what ChatGPT is for. 
from you. They want to see human things, ideas, decisions, concepts, and insights, not just what features you've built today. So what should you think about sharing? The first thing is business strategies, high-level strategies that have worked for you. This means stuff like, I reached out to 50 prospects through Twitter DMs. Instead of sharing this screenshot of your hyper-personalized sales pitch, that might be too much. The specific details of how you implemented your strategies should be considered proprietary. They're your unique tone combined with your unique offering. That more general strategies themselves, they can often be shared without revealing too much of your magic formula. So that's always something that people are interested in. The second thing is market trends. Convey your understanding of the market you're in and the industry trends that you've noticed and responded to. This tends to work best when done in slight hindsight. You will establish that you have your eye on the market and you demonstrate your ability to pick a winning bet. But if you start projecting and predicting too much, you will eventually expose your bets before they pay off. And if you want to share this, avoid specifics. You can be an expert in your market without immediately giving away every new emerging development. Eventually you can do this, but not in the moment where you figure it out. Another thing that's really important when you're building a public, share your mistakes and failures. Sharing the mistakes you've made or the failures you've experienced can be very valuable to others. These things are best phrased as lessons learned instead of just outright failure. Getting the learning without having to suffer the experience can be inspiring and educational for the people who follow you. You have complete editorial control here. Share only as much as you're comfortable sharing. You don't need to relive your experience in gruesome detail, but it actually might be cathartic to show the events in the context of your larger learning journey. And people really resonate with that. Vulnerability, right? The number four is networking strategies. People are always looking for advice on how to build and maintain a strong network of their peers and customers when they build in public. It's a pretty critical part of any business venture. And what seems perfectly obvious to you, stuff like engaging with people when they mention a subject you're good at or replying to every single email you get, that might be novel or a scary concept for your peers. You can share whole conversations if the person that you're talking to agrees with that or blur them out, but be aware that people expect their DM conversations to be private. So please ask before you share here. Number five is personal development. We all struggle just to be ourselves. I think that most of us might even think we're not even particularly good at being ourselves. So share what you do to fix that. This can include habits or mindset changes that you've learned to cultivate in order to succeed on your entrepreneurial journey. Do you have a journal? Well, share a photo of a page that doesn't leak your darkest secrets or got a workout routine in the morning, record yourself doing the workout and share a 10x speed montage. Allow people into your personal self-improvement world. It fosters connection with them. Time management is also important. For some reason, we are all strapped for time, but we find hours to search for tips on managing time and prioritizing our tasks. So lean into that by sharing glimpses into your calendar and blur out your personal events and any names that shouldn't be shown there. But people really want to learn how to optimize their time. And finally, talk about funding and investment strategies. Money will stop people from scrolling when they see it. Sharing your experience with either raising capital or your staunch resistance to that concept can be highly valuable to others. Bootstrap, funded, sustainable, while the specifics of your financials would typically be a trade secret, the general process of getting to where you are today and the strategies that you employed along the way, 
can be shared. They should be shared. This has been kept secret for way too long. Too many founders never started a business because all they knew was venture capital and bank loans. That was it. There's a massive world of nuanced financing out there, and your particular mix might just be what someone needs to make their first move. And you can tell from all these examples that the focus of what you share isn't really the what, it's the how much of it. When in doubt, undershare. I have a clear process for this. If sharing anything could mean that someone might take advantage of this insight to directly compete with me in like half a year, six months or less, I make my description more vague. If someone could build something of equal value in, or, or even more of that in under a month, I don't share it at all. There's no point in making your life harder for yourself. Leave that to your eventual competitors. Let's dive into what you, you should never share now. I think the biggest thing here are trade secrets. These are the secret sauce that gives your business its competitive edge. For software businesses, it's a previously unexplored algorithm, for example, or a really smart integration of many different tools that hasn't been done like this before or any other special recipe that is hard to invent, but easy to follow. That's a secret you should keep because revealing these could put your business at real risk. In fact, in the digital world that has this copyability built into every part of our technology, sharing these secrets will put your business at risk. It can be tempting to show how smart you are to have figured these things out, but leave this for your memoirs. Building in public is about building something that actually lasts. Confidential information is the second big part here too. Have you ever seen these kind of coding live streams on Twitch? People who code live on Twitch, they go through great lengths to hide their API keys and their passwords, their secrets. They blur their screens when they work on sensitive files or even switch to a scene that only shows their face. These creators have understood a very valuable lesson. All it takes is a single frame of your secrets to be visible. This extends to virtually everything we share visually. Screenshots containing your full browser with all your open tabs. They will likely give away what tools you use, what online banking system you're locked into, and many, many more things than an attacker could use to impersonate you. Any visible username or an email address should stay private. I recommend using screenshot tools that actually allow you to redact sensitive information, like Snapper. This tool is an example of this, right? You can use that just to kind of blur out certain parts of your screenshot and kind of put like a bar over it. It will still be an interesting screenshot. It's just like that your critical information is protected because you still want to share the screenshot because it shows something interesting, but you know, not necessarily your email. Generally, don't share your email address, even if it is public somewhere else. You, you don't need to kind of push these kind of uh, parts of sensitive information to people um, as they watch what you're doing, I think it's more important for you to maintain information security. And that information includes stuff about your clients, your partners, your customers, or your employees as well. Right? So let's dive into number three, something you shouldn't share, detailed financials. I kind of mentioned that at the beginning of this show. The, this goes for your bank account balance too, right? General financial health and strategies may be shared, Detailed financial statements and cash flow information, that's a no-go. As a business owner, it's one of your biggest obligations to protect 
your company's financial security and to avoid revealing too much to competitors. When discussing money or sharing your MRR updates, limit yourself to rough numbers or aggregates. The moment you share detailed breakdowns of your demographics or revenue structure, there'll be a few too many prying eyes and they likely have better vision than you. They probably see more in your data than you have already seen. And you don't want to invite competition on that granular level. Number four is unverified information. Never share information that you haven't personally verified or aren't certain about. Don't lie, don't guesstimate, spreading false or unverified information that will harm your reputation, personal and business, and might even lead to legal issues. Most people have a sensitive bullshit radar and they have a surprising amount of time for fact checking. Don't inflate your numbers when you share them either. No need to lie to yourself and to your audience, just stick with what's real. An authentic journey consists of many authentic steps. Don't lie. Number five is negative opinions about competitors. Don't stir up controversy. It's one rule that I follow. I try to be really nice. Even if people compete with me, if people try to annoy me or instigate something, it's really not professional. It's highly unprofessional. And I think more importantly, unproductive to bombard your followers with negativity, negative views or criticism of your competitors. Not only does this sabotage any future partnerships, both with those people you're talking about and the people who watch you as effectively being an asshole, but it might even affect your acquisitions in the future. If people go back through your tweets or your LinkedIn messages and they see you being kind of a jerk, they might not purchase your business. And that's pretty a pretty huge problem for a solopreneur who wants to have an exit eventually. But this will also make you look petty and unable to control your emotions. And that's not attractive to followers that you want to build an audience from. Now, and now that customers have shown their appreciation in general of founder-led businesses, not just these brands that have no face, but actual businesses with people behind them, the acts of a founder become a representation of the business itself. So be kind and compassionate instead of being angry. That's what your customers will genuinely appreciate about you. One thing you also should never really talk about are internal disputes in the company because externalizing drama from inside your company is a big red flag for any business. Conflicts between team members or partners, they have to be resolved internally. Never air them publicly. This will backfire immensely, particularly when it's about your subordinates or smaller partners. It's just never a good idea to air your dirty laundry in public like this. As you can see, most things you shouldn't share are related to keeping you cool in stressful situations and being acutely aware of how what you share could be used against you. And one final thing in all of this, it's okay to wait, it's okay to take a break. When you're in a pickle, when you're dealing with a massive onslaught of issues, you know, like a regular Tuesday for any entrepreneur, you're allowed to delay sharing your journey. It usually takes a while to even overcome a challenge and much longer to turn a loss, a failure into a learning. Give yourself that time. Nobody expects you to be perfect at this, the building and public thing. Well, I guess, for most of us, there's only one person that expects us to be perfect at the whole entrepreneurship thing, and that tends to be ourselves. And don't listen to that voice. Listening to voices generally doesn't turn out too well for most people. Instead, consider that even a person who has done something for just a few months looks like an absolute expert to somebody who's just starting. Your willingness to share and to talk about your journey as a learner itself is already a massive gift to the people who are coming up behind you. So go ahead and carefully and intentionally talk about the path you're on as you walk it. 
the evidence of your ambition will be right there for the right people to find at the right time. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to The Bootstrap Founder. You can find me on Twitter at Avid Kahl, A-R-V-I-D-K-A-H-L. You'll find my books and my Twitter course there as well. If you want to support me and the show, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, get the podcast in your podcast player of choice, and leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. Any of this will really help the show. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.